Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I got a story here sent to me by almost everybody, and there's two aspects to this story that are fascinating from a legal perspective. So this version is from People Magazine. Jack Irvin wrote it. Luke Combs, he's a country star, apologizes after unknowingly filing a quarter of a million dollar lawsuit against a fan who sold unauthorized merchandise of Luke Combs. And so here's the thing. That's aspect number one. Aspect number two is the woman is in a different state from the company that enforces his trademarks and so on. And they say they served her by email, which apparently is legal in some settings. We'll talk about that also. But Combs says this is not something that I would ever do. It's not the kind of person I am. So he's, he's apologized, and he's done a lot to fix this. But in essence, his people did something that could have made him look very bad. So Luke Combs does not want to end up in court with any of his fans after a local Florida news outlet reported that a resident there was sued for a quarter of a million dollars by his legal team for selling unofficial merchandise featuring the country star's likeness on Amazon. Uh, Combs posted to TikTok on Wednesday an apology saying the lawsuit should not have been filed. And he said, at 7.27 a.m. here in Tennessee, I woke up at 5, and the first thing I saw is this, a woman is being sued by me for $250,000. He told viewers he was completely and utterly unaware of the lawsuit before seeing the report. On Tuesday, WFLA published an interview with a woman who explained that she sold 18, 18 tumblers, which had Combs themes on them, uh, for 20 bucks a piece, and she said that she made a total of $380. So the math is off a tiny little bit. We won't get into that. She then said that she was sued in Illinois federal court, along with other defendants, all of whom were ordered to pay $250,000 a piece. Now, she experiences congestive heart failure, and that would do it, told the outlet that the lawsuit was sent to her in an email that landed in her junk folder while she was in the hospital causing her to miss the 21-day response window. And, of course, that would be one of the problems with allowing people to file lawsuits by email. Upon returning from the hospital, she learned she was locked from accessing money in her Amazon account due to this matter. It's very stressful. I don't have money to pay my bills, she told WFLA. I just want this resolved. I didn't mean any harm. I quit selling the tumbler. I pulled it down. I just don't understand. Now, in his TikTok video, Combs explained the issue and revealed that he spoke to the woman directly to make things right. So he reached out to her, got a hold of her, and he says, we do have a company that goes after folks that make millions and millions of dollars making counterfeit t-shirts, things of that nature, running illegal businesses, and apparently this woman has somehow gotten wrapped up into that, meaning he knows that she's not doing that, but the company that goes after all of those people swept her up in it. And so most of these, he said, are large corporations operating internationally. So uh, he said, that makes me absolutely sick to my stomach. He added that his manager spoke to WFLA before he personally spoke to the woman. She told me that she was shocked by this. I'm so apologetic. It makes me sick, honestly, that this would happen, especially at the holidays. I can't imagine being in her shoes. So the woman told Combs that $5,500 was being held in her Amazon account due to the lawsuit, and the Grammy-nominated performer decided to help her out financially. He said, I'm going to double that, send her $11,000 today, just so she doesn't have to worry about this. 
She was never supposed to be involved in anything like this. No fan should ever have to be involved in anything like this. In order to further help her, he announced he plans to start selling a similar Tumblr on his website and donate the proceeds to this woman and her family to try to help with the medical bills. The item is currently for sale on the website for $20. Hopefully that can help her out, he said. Again, this is unbelievable. I'm completely shocked. And that's coma speaking. Makes me sick. This is not something I would ever do. This is not the kind of person I am. I'm not greedy in any way, shape, or form. Money is the last thing on my mind. I promise you that. He also said that the woman and her family have been invited to one of his concerts upcoming where he plans to give her a hug and say sorry in person. So the guy's my hero for doing this, okay? And I'll admit I'm not a huge country music fan. I know who this guy is because he recently covered the song uh, Fast Car by Tracy Chapman, and he had a huge hit with it, and um, it's doing very, very well. And it also won a stack of awards. And uh, I like the original version of the song, and I heard his version. I kind of like that, too. Uh, but here's the thing. There's, like I said, two aspects to this. And the first one you have to understand is that a lot of big stars like this, uh, especially musicians and actors and actresses, will have companies that work for them taking care of their interests. And one of the things they got to watch out for is people who pirate the music, for instance, but also sell things like bootleg T-shirts and so on. So there are companies that say, look, we'll, we'll handle this for you. Just let us do this. And so the problem here is that he hired a company to do that, presumably. Uh, and it might be working in you know, uh, a league with a, a legal firm. Uh, but So they start going after people who are selling unlicensed stuff with his likeness or trademarks on it. And so they see a woman selling stuff on Amazon, apparently. And they go, oh, we didn't authorize that. Boom, sewer. And now the lesson here is to other artists, you've got to ask yourself, whether you'd like this to happen? The answer to that is no. You've got to talk to your people and say, okay, I want you to insert one extra step in the process because you do have to protect your trademarks. You've got to. And so if you just say, oh, we're not going to prosecute anybody who's selling small amounts, there's going to be more of these than you can shake a stick at. And so you've got to protect your rights. So what you have to tell them to do is send a warning letter first, send a cease and desist. That's what the cease and desist letters are for. So instead of getting served with a lawsuit, you get a letter that says, hey, uh, we work for this entity that owns all these trademarks, and we go out and we make sure that people aren't misusing them, and we've noticed that you appear to be selling tumblers on Amazon with the likeness of our client on it, and uh, we don't think you've got the right to do that. So you should do one of two things. Notify us of why you think you've got the right to do it. If you've got an agreement with somebody, show it to us. If not, take it down. If you don't take it down, we may have to take legal action against you. And that's going to resolve 99% of these things, especially for the people who are in America. Now, you send a takedown or a cease and desist letter like that to somebody who's uh, on another continent, it might not get the reaction you need. But then again, an email lawsuit won't either. And that gets us to the second point here, and that's the email lawsuit. In most states, you cannot initiate legal action through a loss, uh, uh, an email. You cannot do that. But Illinois apparently allows it. And I, and I looked it up because I thought that was so strange that they allow that. And so in case you don't know, in the old days, everything done, was done with paper manually. So I would draft a lawsuit on paper, sign it, take it to the court with copies, and the court clerk would, would, would take the original for filing, stamp a bunch of copies, and then hand them back to me and say, here, go serve those. 
And then I would get the summonses that I also got from the courthouse, and I'd hand a summons and a complaint to a process server, and then the process server would go chase down somebody and try to serve them. Now, I've done entire videos on process, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and you should know that, that corporations can be served by mail, and actually many people can be, but it requires their cooperation, meaning that if I want to serve General Motors with a lawsuit, okay, they've got a resident agent whose job it is to accept filings on behalf of the organization. So I can take a summons and a complaint, stick it in an envelope, and mail it, certified, return receipt requested with the green card, and mail it to the resident agent who will sign for it and send that green card back. And I can file that green card with the court and say they signed for this. I've got proof they got it. And the court allows that. And then once somebody's contacted the court nowadays and said, we've got this lawsuit we filed, the other side's filed an answer, you can agree to accept service electronically so that the case will then become pure electronic. And by the way, you file it electronically nowadays as well, but service is a little different. But the key is that you can consent to electronic delivery, but that's usually once you're already part of the legal system with a particular case, okay? So a lot of cases I handle nowadays, I look at my email and I got, a, I got something in my email that came from the court, but it was the other side filing something that got filed and got kicked to me. In the old days, they would have mailed that, but nowadays it is email. But apparently, Illinois will allow you to serve somebody via email, but there are some requirements, and you are supposed to have gone through the process, I believe, of trying to reach the person in other manners first. It's not your first choice, supposedly. So apparently, they served her via email. Now, here's the interesting question. This will get tested. This will get tested, not in this case, but in another case. Generally speaking, if you're involved in litigation in different states, state law governs a lot of things. And I can sue somebody who has committed a wrong in Michigan in a Michigan court. But if they're not physically in Michigan, like let's suppose somebody lives in another state. They live in uh, Ohio, okay? They came over to Michigan, did something bad, and then went back to Ohio. If I want to serve them with a complaint, I can file the complaint here. But to serve them with it in Ohio, there's some rules that have got to be dealt with, including the fact that quite often service is governed by the home state, meaning that I might be serving a Michigan lawsuit in Ohio, but I got to find out what the service rules are in Ohio. Now, the service rules will almost always allow you to serve somebody personally, where you're standing and a guy walks up and goes, excuse me, are you John Doe? Yes, I am. Boom, you're served. And they hand you the papers. Now, I've had a lot of people say, but what if they refuse to take him? What if he doesn't say you're served? What if he, what if he delivers flowers and puts them in your hand? The point is you've got to get the stuff in their general vicinity, and they've got to know, they've, you know that you've got these papers. Uh, there's a famous case that arose out of a murder trial that many people refer to as the trial of the century, uh, last, last century, uh, and it involved um, uh, a bunch of stuff. But one of the questions it came up with was a person who would not be served, but was on the other side of a wall and refused to open their gate for a process server. The process server knew it was them on the other side of the wall, threw the papers over the wall and said, you're served. And that person had an attorney go into court and say, no, didn't serve me, threw them over the wall. Judge goes, did you get the papers when they fell on your side of the wall at your feet? Yes, you're served. You know, so the point is you can't throw them down the sewer and say they've been served. But if you put it in their possession or if I show it to you, 
and you refuse to take it, uh, it's going to vary from state to state. But again, that's the point. It's state to state. So apparently, Illinois now has a thing where you can serve somebody by email, and this is the problem. If you've got spam filters, it might not show up in your inbox. Now, I tried to go through my, my trash before I empty it every day. I get, I'm not making this up, I get thousands of emails a day. Thousands of emails a day. The vast majority are spam. And so if somebody in another state emailed me something with attachments, and uh, there's a good chance my spam folder go, oh, it looks like spam, and dump it in the spam. And I, I, might, I might not see it. And so here's the question. Let's suppose this woman did not see that because it was in her spam folder and she's in Florida. She could have, if necessary, she could have gone to court and said, I want to set the default aside. Because what happened is she got defaulted. And there are rules to set defaults aside. And if you can show that there's a good reason you didn't answer the complaint on time, most courts will say, fine, we'll set the default aside. You can now litigate. So she almost certainly could have gotten this default set aside, but it would have cost money because she had to hire an attorney up in Chicago. So it would have cost her money. So this is a great ending to the story. And I didn't know much about Luke Combs previously other than he did the song Fast Car, but he seems like a great guy. And I, and I, and I really admire the way he's done this because... You know, he could have called up the company that was handling this to say, look, you guys kind of screwed up here. Go make it good somehow or something. But instead, you know, he stepped up and said, look, you know, I'll take, I'll take ownership of this. These are my people. They shouldn't have done it. I'm going to throw her some money now. I'm going to apologize. I'm going to bring her to a concert. I want to hug her. I want to tell her how sorry I am. So I, I respect the guy. But the service thing is an issue. And I'm kind of surprised. But like I said, I think, I think the rule was intended for we tried to serve somebody through the normal channels, and we couldn't do it, but we found a good email address for them. And I'll tell you one of the things that scares me about that is you know how easy it is to start an email address. I can go to Gmail right now and open up 10 new Gmail accounts. So all you got to do if you really want to serve somebody is go create a Gmail account that looks like it could belong to that person and send an email there and say, is this you? And then you log in and send an email back saying, yes, it is me. And then you serve that email address, and then you have that email address fire thing back saying, yeah, thank you. Served them by email. They admit they got it. And now the real person's got to prove that that's not their email account. And so it, it, there's so many things that are potentially wrong with that that I'm surprised that they do it. So I'd be really curious to know how often it backfires. Uh, but here they served the right person, but she was in the hospital. And you might say, but Steve, what if they served her and she's in the hospital anyway? She, if they served her personally while she's in the hospital, presumably she'd have 21 days to hire an attorney, which she could have done from the hospital because she would have known the whole purpose of service to put someone on notice that they're being sued. <clears throat> A summons and complaint in Michigan has some things on it. The first sentence goes, you're being sued. You, you, you should probably consult an attorney. If you don't respond to this, bad things will happen. So there you go. So Luke Combs apologizes after unknowingly filing a quarter of a million dollar lawsuit against a fan who sold unofficial merchandise. That's from People Magazine and Jack Irvin. Like I said, he's got the song Fast Car. In just a few hours, I'm going to pick up my new car. Followers on my channel know I ordered a car over a year ago. I'm picking it up today. I'll shoot video post that soon. Otherwise, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Always write down the important stuff.
Later, you can forget where you wrote it down.